Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. I'm actually starting to get fed up of myself saying that intro, so maybe I need a new one. I feel like you should all just skip those first three seconds because here she is again, starting off with that same sentence. But we like routine here, right? (laughs) Anyway, today's podcast episode kind of fits nicely with what we were talking about last week and the whole putting ourselves first and remembering that we are people too, not just professions. And a lot of you reached out to me and spoke about how you really wanted to make self-care a priority. You just don't know where to start. And a lot of self-care ideas either take a lot of money or a lot of time. And that's usually the thing that stops us moving forward with our self-care. So I sat down and I tried to think of five self-care ideas that you can try that won't cost a lot and won't eat up a lot of your time either. Oh, and ones that aren't the sort of regular things that you see and associate already with self-care. Like, we all know a bubble bath is amazing and how great it can be to read a great book. You don't need me to tell you that. So I'm trying to be a little more creative here and share ideas you may not necessarily have thought of. So number one is to go to your favourite place. I know you may be listening to this in the middle of a COVID lockdown or in the middle of winter and you're probably about to shut me off thinking I'm crazy, but just listen to me. Think of somewhere local to you that you love, somewhere that makes you smile no matter how bad your day is. We all have one. For me, it's a walk along the beachfront and people think that's something you can only do in the summer. But honestly, for me, the best time of year is in the winter, when you're all wrapped up warm, the wind is blowing through your hair, sipping a hot drink from the cafe. I know, I sound like one of those amazing adverts right now, and my hair is fluttering around me, picture perfect. In reality, my hat is usually blowing off, my hot drink has usually spilled on me, or my hair is stuck to my face, but it always makes me feel so good and refreshed. Like all that fresh air has blown away my worries. Even if it's just for 30 minutes. And you don't have to go alone. Take your family with you. There's something special about sharing your favourite place for those you love. Take a picnic. Take the dog and go for a walk. Just be in the moment and have fun. Number two, do something nice for someone else. I know this is about self-care and you're probably thinking this defeats the whole object of self-care, but have you ever given someone something or done something for someone and it just made you feel all good and warm inside? Those are the endorphins we want. Those things make us feel good and make us feel happy. That is what we are looking for when we are putting self-care first. It doesn't have to be something that costs money. Maybe you could bake a cake for someone. Maybe you have a special recipe that you love and you can make it up and give it to a friend or a family member who's struggling right now. Little things can have such a huge impact on someone else's life 
and you'll have all the feel-good vibes from it. Number three, do a digital detox. I know, am I crazy? Everything is digital these days and it's almost impossible to ignore it. But you honestly won't even realise the impact that all of that digitalness, if that's even a word, has on you until you take it away. One of my favourite things to do when I'm having a digital detox is to get a proper paperback book or spend a little longer getting ready in the morning or even just sit in with a cup of tea and a toasted hot cross bun without the pressure of taking a photo and sharing it with everyone on social media. Having some time away, especially from social media, can have a huge positive effect on your life. And I'm not one of those people to say, you know, do this regularly, but it does make a difference. We usually like to book a weekend away in a cabin in a forest and we just spend time together, play board games, read books and avoid anything digital. And honestly, it is such a refreshing weekend and it's something I really look forward to. But you don't have to go to that cabin in the woods to do a digital detox. It can be done at home too. Number four, declutter. And you don't have to go mad with this and declutter your whole house, but maybe choose one room and choose to declutter five items. Or maybe you choose your wardrobe and you want to declutter five pieces of clothing you don't wear anymore. I mean, I think we all have clothes that are a few years old that we love and we're keeping with hopes that one day we'll wear them again. And then before we know it, eight years have passed and that dress is still in there, never to be worn again. It actually feels so good to declutter. I love to clean anyway. Cleaning is something that's always helped to reset my mind and I usually do a big clean every Saturday morning. For me, it's like that transition from work to personal and I love the satisfaction of the house being all tidy and seeing things get cleaner. Try it out and see what you can do. Just choose somewhere to declutter and how many items you want to get rid of and see how you feel afterwards. I think it's kind of like the Mary Kondo phase. I think that's how you say her name. I'm not one to get caught up in trends, so I generally never watched anything she did. But I do remember seeing quotes all the time that said something along the lines of, if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. So keep that in mind when you're decluttering. Number five. Do something that makes you laugh. Laughter is the most infectious thing in the whole world. And honestly, it just makes you feel so good. Especially when you have that barely splitting, tear jerking, bent over laughter. What is something that always makes you laugh? When something makes you laugh in the future, either snap a photo of it to print out or write it down on a piece of paper and pop them all into a jar. When you need a good laugh, pull them out one by one and relive those memories. Honestly, there are so many things I've laughed at over the years and I often forget about them until someone brings them up again and then I'm laughing all over again. Having a laughing jar can be a great way to go back through funny memories and just help give you a smile and a little giggle or a big giggle. So those are just five self-care ideas you can try. In the beginning, I was worrying I would struggle to come up with five that aren't the ones you see plastered everywhere already. But as soon as I sat down with my trusty pen and paper, 
I found myself coming up with so many ideas that I really had to try and pick a shortlist. Things like affirmations and painting your old nails, setting up an at-home date night, cooking your favourite meal, calling someone you love. It was so hard trying to choose five, but these five were ones that I felt like were the most accessible for everyone to do. If you have some great self-care ideas that you can share with other listeners, be sure to head on over to the show notes and leave a comment. I love hearing different ways that you all spend time looking after yourselves and you all always have such great ideas. I hope you found this podcast episode today helpful and that it gives you some self-care ideas that you can try out. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon.